Hello, and welcome to our Develop Podcast. This is your host, Danielle Reynolds, and I am so excited to be with you all as we continue to connect, learn, and grow together. On our episode today, we will be highlighting our WP Wealth Group, which is a team of professionals who are dedicated to providing comprehensive, high-level wealth management services to a wide range of clients. Joining me is Shane Miller, WP Wealth Partner, based in our Fort Worth office. Shane is a very well-accomplished professional with many certifications, is a member of numerous professional organizations, serves on various professional boards, and is a TCU alum. I would say them all, Shane, but the list is endless. Shane, welcome, and we are so excited to have you join us. Thanks so much. That was quite an intro. I mean, I was looking at your list of what you do, what you're involved in, and I said, it'll take up the whole podcast time (laughs) to go over these things, but um, you clearly getting involved is very important to you Mm -hmm. and you do a great job of that. Um, So tell us a little bit about you first. Where'd you grow up? What led you to go to TCU? What did you study? Basically, how did you get to where you're at today? So I was uh, born in Missouri, um, a really, really small town uh, called Gerald. So small, my grandma was the mayor, kind of small town. Love it. Uh, moved to Frisco when I was about eight years old. Uh, Frisco's changed a lot since then, but ended up graduating from Hebron High School. And I really wanted to go to TCU, but I was kind of a knucklehead in high school. <laughs> so I, I ended up uh, getting waitlisted, but I had my sights set on it. So I wasn't going to take no for an answer. So I called the dean's office, actually. And I said, you know, I'm a different person now that I am on paper. Can I have a meeting? And they said, yes. And so I put on my suit and I drove over to Fort Worth, Texas, had a meeting with him. And he took me off the wait list and admitted me by the end of that meeting. So, and the the reason I wanted to go to TCU so badly was uh, at the time, they were uh, the top ranked entrepreneurial management program. Okay. And so I knew that, you know, either I wanted to own a business or I wanted to work with business owners. And I also minor in Japanese, which I don't use. TC was a great fit for me just because I think that entrepreneurial spirit of that program is really what uh, ultimately led me to a place like Whitley Penn, which, you know, we have an entrepreneurial nature in our fabric. Mm-hmm. Uh, it also didn't hurt that, you know, this girl I've been dating since eighth grade also wanted to go to TCU, so that, that kind of helped. So right out of school, I went to work for Raymond James really really good timing we had just gone through a financial crisis i had no track record and i wanted to invest people's money so it was <laughs> perfect timing. really really good way to get into the industry but learned a lot about the industry at that time which was more broker dealer focused but it was making its way to this kind of ria asset under management um, model and so uh went through that realized that, you know, picking investments and trading, that wasn't really my thing. I didn't think I was helping anyone. Yeah. And so I wanted to kind of explore some other options. Ended up going to Fidelity. I was Mm -hmm. there for maybe seven months, but built some great friendships, had really good training. In fact, a lot of the folks uh, that I met at Fidelity in that short period of time, I still see pretty regularly. Just had lunch with them a couple weeks ago. But I met Tom Ryan, who started the Wealth Group, actually at Tailgate of all places. Mm-hmm. And we just started talking shop, and he told me about this model that existed that I hadn't heard about, which was an RIA affiliated with a CPA firm. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that sounds like that helps. I knew that uh, you know 
being an entrepreneur, having the entrepreneurial spirit was important. I knew that I wanted to help people and that seemed like the, the right way to go about it. And, you know, the thing I always say is outside of your health, money is probably one of your top worries and being able to help people navigate that is terribly rewarding. So that's why I wanted to do it. I love that. Well, it sounds like you've got some good, good past stories. Oh yeah. That'll be another podcast. Yeah. Um, okay. So let's dive into more about our WP Wealth team, um, which some folks externally may not know we have this whole leg of the firm and resource to the firm. Um, so high level, what do you all focus on? So I think one of the things that maybe differentiates us from some of the other folks that I would say are in the financial advisory space is um, we're, we're goals-based planners. I'd say everybody helps people achieve their goals, but our main focus is let's get real clear mm-hmm. about what those goals are. One of our jokes kind of internally is people come in and say, I'm here to plan for retirement. We'll go, cool, what's that? Yeah. You know, so actually getting clear about that um, and then putting financial science to work and coordinating that with the other aspects that are very important. Mm-hmm you know, tax, estate, qualified plan, all of that is is really important. So high level, what do we do? We focus on getting clear about the goals and delivering a high probability that they will happen. Yeah. And I like that. It sounds like you really involve your clients in the process. It's ultimately their goals, right? Not Absolutely. your goals. So yeah. they've got to be included in that process. So mm-hmm. love that that sets y'all apart. So can you touch on these different services your group provides? You know, you said the investments, the estate planning, financial planning, insurance, those qualified retirement plans. It's probably not a one size fits all for everyone. So how do you guys go about determining needs? I think the most important thing we can do is listen. Mm-hmm. And um, when somebody explains kind of where they're at, where they want to go, it uh, gives us things that we can key in on, drill down on, and ultimately have kind of an expanding conversation that goes into those different areas. So some of the main things that are kind of important to look out for that are going to let us know what's going to be helpful to them Mm -hmm. is understanding the nature of, are they a W-2 employee? Are they a business owner? Is this legacy family money we're talking about. And so that gives us different tax characteristics of ordinary income. Are you a decision maker about instituting a qualified plan for your business? And then really from there, it's, okay, well, maybe I'm a business owner and succession planning is important to me. Mm -hmm. Okay. It's probably going to lead into some sort of estate planning conversation or a structured note maybe to, to accomplish that. So yeah, I would say the number one thing is we're going to listen mm-hmm. and then we're going to ask some deepening questions and ultimately that directs how we're going to approach solving their problems. Yeah. So y'all probably stay, you know, experts in, I guess, the variety of services you mm-hmm. touch on. Um, it sounds like there's probably not, or maybe there is top things you focus on or see more of. It's yeah. kind of, you let the conversation go whichever way. Yeah. And be, because a majority of our clients are also clients of some other service line of the firm, Mm -hmm. there's some background that we'll just get from information sharing that is helpful in us crafting the plan. You know, I wouldn't say that there's one thing that everybody, you know, needs. We have a lot of clients that have maybe illiquid assets, Mm -hmm. but they're significant enough that they need estate planning. So investment management isn't a piece of that. But I, I mean, I think it all comes down to if we have a conversation, 
and you're clear and, and share things with us about your world, the more we know about you, the more we're going to be able to help. And, you know, you said something about being kind of tip of the spear on planning. And that's really where I think we can compete in the marketplace mm-hmm. is because we're born out of this consultative tax audit transaction advisor you name it practice i think we can not cut that conversation short and we can we can go there and bring in the resources we need so that we can give tip of the spear advice yeah you mentioned working with other internal service service lines here at whitley penn which is obviously could be a huge advantage for um, our firm and our clients Um, can you touch on that a little bit more are there certain service lines you work more closely with and why that is an advantage to our clients? Absolutely. So the, the big one is, is probably tax mm-hmm. just because so much of what we do is tax planning around somebody's balance sheet. And so that pairs really nicely, whether it's um, charitable strategies, tax loss harvesting, if we're putting a qualified plan or defined benefit or cash balance plan in place that helps them drive deferral. And then even from an estate planning standpoint, the nature of the assets, how they pass is really key to marry that with ultimately how it's going to transfer to next generation. So what an advantage for you to be able to talk to those additional service lines internally to ultimately benefit the client. Um, That's awesome. So when we think of achieving financial goals, right, whether focusing on driving investment returns, protecting our assets, managing expense structure, who is a good who's a good fit for those things? Do you all have an ideal client target or can anyone be a good fit? So I'd say that depending on somebody's kind of balance sheet goals, stage of life, what, what have you, there's maybe more things we can do if you have a more complex structure. Sure. But, you know, we designed the business to be able to help everybody. So, uh, in fact, we don't have a minimum account size. We just have a minimum fee. And, you know, my wife is a perfect example of this. You know, she went from, I'm a med student. Mm-hmm. I got student loans. Now I got residency and I got a little bit of money. And then now I've got a full-time physician job. Maybe I haven't really accumulated anything, but boy, do I need planning. Right. And so we want to be able to help everybody with their planning needs, regardless of, hey, I've accumulated mm-hmm. so much. And what's interesting about that is what we found is the people who start planning earlier have wonderful outcomes. Yeah. But there's this thought process that, oh, well, I really don't need to talk to somebody until I've already kind of made it Mm -hmm. and there's so much good that can be done along the way to even enhance for sure further just even from like an educational absolutely perspective yeah Yeah, i think i think it's so exciting when we get to really grow with our clients and Mm -hmm. see them go from from here all the way up to here i'm sure you guys find a lot of fun in that yeah um so as far as industries and clients go what types of clients does our team typically serve can it be businesses, I think you mentioned, or is it more individual, family focus? Walk us through that. Our clients look like the clients of the firm in that we certainly work with individuals, but you know, from a business standpoint, there's a lot that we can be doing to help them plan cash flow and and forecast for the future, um, cash management, budgeting, reducing debt. Ultimately, those two worlds are kind of married, mm-hmm. right? Because um, if you're a business owner, 
work and personal are the same thing. Right. And so um, making sure that those are married and is really important. Um, so I'd say that what's a typical client look like? I mean, it mm-hmm. it's everything, um, but it just depends on what level of uh, depth we need to go into. Okay. I love it. Y'all are very flexible. Oh, yeah. Um, so I love a recent post y'all did on LinkedIn that was directed towards small business owners and the benefits of working uh, with a certified financial planner. So there are obviously different challenges to managing all aspects of your business with finance obviously being no exception. So can you highlight some of those benefits for us? Yeah. And I would say that one of the one of the benefits of our group is we've been doing a whole lot of it for a very long time. Mm-hmm. And there's certain things that, you know, okay, I can I can think of financial planning ideas that are a fit for you. But I think the thing that maybe makes us a little bit unique because we've had so much experience in this is the things you, you can't learn in a in a book. Mm-hmm. Um, so watching out for family dynamic is a big one, right? Especially in these uh, family businesses. Yeah. You don't want, uh, you know, one of the boys has been really working hard in the business, but we're going to treat him the same and the other one's just hanging out. And so you got to be really careful of that kind of stuff. Sure. Um, but uh, I would say that, yeah, anywhere they want to go in that business discussion, we can go there. But I think it's being mindful of how much information is shared, mm-hmm. who it's shared with, and really being careful to navigate that. Yeah. Is uh, that's an art form. It takes time. Parents and business owners probably love you just for that reason. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, that's a full-time job in of itself. Yeah. Um, so as most discover in any industry or service line, there are challenges and opportunities presented as things evolve, um, especially in the financial world. Can you talk about some of the resources y'all use to benefit you as professionals and also benefit your clients? Maybe what our clients have access to as you navigate the planning process and different strategies and different resources? Yeah, so uh, as a client of WP Wealth, um, and in fact, if you go to our website, wpwealth.com, in the top right corner, it says clients, and there's a drop down, and you have access, and we also install it on your phone, but you'll have access to quite literally anything and everything related to your investable assets. And then also, we have your full financial plan there. And the financial plan is data-driven, so it's gonna be real-time stuff. So as you're making decisions about life, you can actually log into your financial plan. We have some modules we built in so they could say, you know, what if I retired five years sooner? Or what if I wanted to spend a little bit more in retirement? Or I was able to save more here. Then in real time, they can understand, this is where I stand, this is Mm -hmm. a good idea, maybe not such a good idea. And then because we have that client portal, which is our investment reporting side, the feedback we got is it's so easy to navigate versus going to a custodian and Mm -hmm. having all these logins and what am I looking for? Yeah. Um, And so I think we simplified those tools a lot. And then on the the qualified plan side, we have record keeper. uh, So all the participants can log in, adjust their account balances. But I would say that the best resource they have is they can call us literally anytime. Yeah. It's, it should ring one time and we're going to answer. Mm-hmm. That's that's the best part is we want to be highly responsive and be able to tackle anything. So you don't have to wait for two meetings a year to roll around to, sure. 
talk about it. Yeah. So it sounds like it could they could either be as hands on or hands off as they want to, but Absolutely. they have the resources. I love that they can easily go in and access that. I think that's great. So Secure Act 2.0 has been a major piece of legislation that has the potential to impact retirement savings, both individuals and businesses. Can you touch on key highlights here and maybe the biggest changes and updates that people should be aware of and yeah. discuss with their advisor? I don't know what I'd do if they didn't change the rules every year. <laughs> you know, it keeps, keeps, it keeps us fresh, going. So. Yeah, we had uh, Secure Act. Now we got Secure Act 2.0. Um, earlier this week, they just had some other changes, not necessarily Secure Act changes, but they're talking about removing the catch-up contribution mm-hmm. for over age 50 participants. Um, where that's going to have to be Roth, um, so they're losing yeah. some of the deferral ability. But with the Secure Act 2.0, and you know, this is my opinion, is I think that all of this is leading up to, hey, we've given you all these great tools so you can plan for your own retirement, so you won't be upset when we start means testing your <laughs> Social Security. Yeah. And so uh, it's something you definitely need to be aware of, but some of the big changes are they pushed Required minimum distributions Mm -hmm. used to be 70 and a half. Now it's 73. It's ultimately going to be 75, which that's an important thing that let's say you retire at 60. Now you've got close to a 15 year window to unwind tax deferred assets at a favorable rate. That's something most folks don't talk about when they think about their 401k. They Mm -hmm. think, oh man, I'm saving money on taxes. It's (laughs) deferred. Well, you have to take it out in the future. Mm And so when are you going to do that? And are you really going to get that rate arbitrage? And so we can we can actually forecast all of that, which is pretty interesting. The other big thing is they used to have what they call a stretch IRA. So I pass, my boys inherited an IRA for me. They now have to take it out within a 10-year period. Hmm. And the reality is when you're inheriting assets, you're probably in the highest earning period of time in your career anyways. Yeah. So the last thing you need is more ordinary income. Mm-hmm. And so that's gonna really eat away at some of the assets that were meant to benefit the next generation. Sure. And so, you know, conversion planning and, and thinking through all of that's becoming more emphasized, especially for high earners. I think that there's maybe more of a focus on, I need to do Roth contributions to my 401k. I need to take advantage of the backdoor Roth because Roth assets aren't subject to required minimum distributions. Well, they still have to be distributed to a non-spousal beneficiary after they pass. Distributing tax-free is pretty easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love it. So there's a lot. You got to just yeah. keep keep updating. I mean, there's a whole lot more to clients. it, but that's in yeah. a nutshell. Those are some of the And I know y'all have great resources for. on the, the WP Wealth website and Absolutely. that y'all are posting yeah. regularly. So what do you think are the biggest challenges faced by wealth management professionals today? I see more opportunity than challenges. Okay. And uh, especially with the business model that we have, mm-hmm. I think that you're going to see over time, the entire industry moved to a more coordinated approach. Okay. I mean, if you think about it, if, if you're looking for this type of advice, it's super annoying to have to go, hey, tax person, what's going on here? Hey, estate person, hey, insurance person, hey, you know, it, you've got all these different parties and they're not talking. Yeah. It's, it's uh, frustrating from the client standpoint. So I see more opportunity than challenge in that I think our business model is the model of the future and future technology enhance, enhancements and then just 
industry pricing on mm-hmm. securities and trading efficiencies, all of that's to the benefit of an investor. I think it's more of a good outlook. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Keep up that positivity. So we can't not discuss this amazing initiative you started at the firm called WP Cares. I know you've since passed it on, but tell us a little bit more about this, how it's grown over the years and what's been your role in it. I just, I mean, I absolutely have a passion for nonprofits, charities. And in fact, this morning I had coffee with somebody from the United Way talking about potentially doing an episode, but the WP Cares initiative was really born out of the the pandemic. Mm -hmm. And I sit on a couple of boards and it was painful to go through those calls and hear them just defeated because, you know, fundraising, volunteering just had to stop. And so I really thought about what can we do to spotlight them, talk about their initiatives, talk about where they're at, how they're dealing with the pandemic. And so we had a series where various organizations that are in the communities that that Willie Penn serves, um, we had folks on and just had them talk about their mission and what struggles they had and, and things that they were looking forward to. And um what's what's neat about that too is you know fast forward we had the ppp and the erc Mm -hmm. and so we were able to get money for a lot of those groups which i think helped them bounce back and hopefully they're in a better place now because of that but yeah no it's it's an absolute blast um talking to folks about philanthropy just because you know we do so much in donor advised funds and qualified charitable gifts, but to actually see the people who are doing the mission yeah. fires you up. I love it. Well, we definitely share that interest in nonprofits and building them up. And I know now our nonprofit industry leaders lead that WP Cares. And mm-hmm. for anyone listening, you know, whether you are a nonprofit or know someone, we'd love to highlight any nonprofit that would like to be featured on it. So mm-hmm. reach out. But I love that initiative that you started. Lastly, I know you just recently brought this up the other week on one of our industry meetings, but you've been involved recently back at TCU teaching classes. Um, Can you just touch a little bit more on that? I mean, obviously, as you have grown as a leader, your your role obviously evolves too from this, you know, mentoring and educating. And I think that's so important. So I wanted you to highlight just a little bit about what you're doing in that space um, and how it's added value to you. Yeah. So... I'm not actually teaching, but I but I helped connect two powerhouses. So uh, Charles Schwab is in our backyard here in Westlake, and they have money set aside to help colleges build financial planning programs. And so uh, somebody at Schwab reached out to me, obviously you know I'm a big time frog fan, and uh, they said, hey, we'd love TCU to have a financial planning program. We're down the road. And so could you connect us? And so I, I got in touch with the program director and Whitley Penn, WP Wealth, and Charles Schwab are doing some networking nights at TCU. And then we're planning to do a, a joint panel okay. uh, at TCU later this year. But I think that's ultimately where it's trending is if those two can come together and build a financial planning program, love to be a big part of that. But I spoke to TCU Medical School. Okay. And as part of their core curriculum, they have a financial literacy class. And so I got to speak at kind of the last session of the year and it was great. Um, had really good questions and it was very interactive. And, you know, I have a unique perspective with my wife went there yeah, and then she went to residency and navigating all that. So I think it was well received and 
hopefully they keep having me back. Yeah. What a resource. And yeah. for all the things you mentioned earlier about knowing that knowledge from the get go, right? Yeah. Not waiting until you've got your practice and things are rocking and rolling, but yeah. having those tools early on in your career, I'm sure is a huge benefit to them. So mm-hmm. love that you're doing it and how involved you are within community alumni groups. I think that's so important for people to hear. Um, so is there anything that I haven't asked you that you want to share about WP Wealth and the services and value y'all can provide? The thing I'm probably most proud of is just our people. You know, I think that that's what makes any company or client experience really great mm-hmm. is quality people. And so I like to think that we have some pretty strong advisors that can help you navigate difficult problems, but they're also very approachable and very empathetic and and very kind. That'd be the one thing I just want to highlight is there's a lot of people to work with in the world. If you want to work with some nice, smart people, we got a good team. I love it. You have a great team and it's only continuing to grow. Any open positions right now? We're always looking. Always looking. Okay. (laughs) There you go. Um, I love that. Well, Shane, thank you again for joining me today sharing about our WP Wealth Services team. And if if anyone listening wants to learn more about how you can collaborate with this team for all your wealth management related goals, please don't hesitate to reach out. Thanks, Shane.